Yo, what up fam, it's your boy Norm, and I would like to welcome you to episode 90 of the Evangelical Norm. Last week we kind of took a break from politics and, and just cut current events kind of stuff to just break it down. Why I do what I do. Why this podcast even exists. And ultimately that is to share the gospel. So last week I just broke it down, shared the gospel with you guys. Um... I'm hoping you'll take that video and share it, uh, pass it on to people that you know that might need to know, that might need to hear uh, the gospel, that need to repent and put their faith in Christ. But ultimately, uh, again, another part of the reason why this, this podcast exists is to talk about current events, talk about political stuff, uh, church stuff, whatever, and then look at it through a Christian lens and how we as Christians deal with these things. So, again, this week was crazy week. So much we could talk about uh, Trump's recent visit with to Vietnam for his summit with North Korea with King jo- Kim Jong-un, which was just uh, a phenomenal failure. Um, so... There's that, but I want to, and I probably talk about this more than anything else, but again, this is what is near and dear to my heart, and it intersects completely with the gospel, and that's about the, the abortion laws that are going into effect in different places, and we're seeing, again, a huge divide between um, left and right, um, your red states and your blue states. We're seeing New York essentially legalizing infanticide to a point. We're seeing a law in Congress that was defeated because they couldn't get 60 votes to protect botched abortions, babies that are born alive after they've been an abortion has been attempted and the baby is born and is living they defeated a bill. Every one of the current uh, Democratic presidential nominees voted against providing health care for babies who are born alive after a botched abortion. So essentially, they're saying, leave it on the table to die. And that is heart-wrenching. Virginia, essentially the same thing, the same laws, allowing abortion right up to the day of delivery. As long as that baby has not apparently passed through the magical birth canal that somehow confers humanity onto a human being, I, I can't even can't even bring myself to, to use the terminology to call it a fetus, which is liberal uh, language for calling it not a human. This is probably going to get me into trouble. It is the modern day version of the N-word. I'm not going to say it. Fetus coming off of the lips of the left is the same thing that slave owners were doing in the 1800s when they were calling black people the N-word And using that to determine that they were not fully human. They were only three-fifths of a human. 
Remember, the Supreme Court made that clear. That was a Supreme Court thing. And if, you know, if we're going to look at Roe v. Wade as the law of the land, the law of the land during that time was that black people are only three-fifths of a person. And so we're seeing, and then we're seeing heartbeat bills being passed, which, again, I am an abolitionist, but I am more than happy to see laws that are passed that uh, reduce the number of abortions that can be performed, and then we keep moving towards complete and total abolition. So, you know, I would love to see states just completely going to personhood for the unborn child from the moment of conception and completely eradicate abortion, but I'm not going to be mad that Oklahoma has passed a heartbeat bill. So, but again, we're seeing this divide over the the issue of abortion, and that is like, it's almost like the linchpin in, in so many uh, circles. And so, here's the deal. If we go back to and, and look at what the Supreme Court had decided back in the 1800s to say that the black people were only three-fifths of a person, and then that was soundly defeated, and we recognize now that all people, well, we always recognized as Christians, or we should have, always recognized that all people are made in the image of God, but all people are created equal, including every other, every different ethnicity, you know, um, Shailen makes it great, says it very well in the song God Made Me and You. Um, what some call ethnicity and others call, call race, we should recognize as a gift of God's grace or something to that effect. I probably botched that line. But it is true that all people are created in, equally in the image of God, including the fetus including a child in the womb from the moment of conception that is a human being with that with everything required with a unique DNA so it is not the mother's body body with everything required for it is totipotent it has everything required for life and within weeks its heart is beating, it's formed facial features, it has hands, it has feet, it has legs, it has arms. Within weeks, generally, usually before the mother even knows she's pregnant, those things are happening. It is a human being beyond denial. And so... Roe v. Wade, again, we need to recognize the fact that Roe v. Wade is not a law. No one should ever say that Roe v. Wade is a law of the land because it is not a law. Excuse me. It is a failed Supreme Court opinion from years ago that has essentially made murder legal and it really even hasn't made murder legal. It has caused every state to turn away from their own laws that are on the books and allow murder to happen in those states. Roe v. Wade 
is by far the most destructive decision the Supreme Court has ever made. Now, I, I can I, I can guess that people are going to come at me of like with the the Supreme Court decision that black people were only three fifths of a person. That was destructive as well, and and huge uh, circumstances came from that. I, I'm trying to think of the word I want to use, not circumstance, but that works. Came out of that. But we are closing in on 70 million children who have been murdered in the mo- their mother's womb since 1973. We are closing in on 70 million. Let that number resonate for a moment. That in this country, because of a horrifying Supreme Court decision, States have ignored their laws that they have on the books. Most states have them that state that abortion is illegal. Idaho and Arizona are two, I know for sure. I'm in Utah, and I probably should have looked this up. I don't know what Utah's laws state about abortion. But I'm pretty sure Utah, falling in where in the, in the state that it's in, has laws making abortion illegal. And I don't know if after Roe v. Wade, if any of those laws were changed or not. In many states, they weren't. They've just been ignored. They've just been turned away from and not even removed from the books. So states are not even enforcing their own laws because of this horrifying decision by the Supreme Court. And so what we're seeing now, and... and uh, many different uh, states and, and groups, you know, people who are involved with End Abortion Now, Apologia Church, uh, different places, you know, and Abolish Human Abortion, which there are some serious issues in that group. Um, but these people are now going to their city councils and their state legislatures and so on and making presentations, rebuking, these people, these the local magistrate, for not doing their job in protecting unborn children in the womb. And uh, we're seeing more and more uh, sidewalk advo- advocacy groups outside of Planned Parenthood and other abortion mills. We're seeing people, and this is what I like to see, is people who are actually out sharing the gospel who are saying, we will adopt your baby. Churches that are saying, making a commitment that if we can convince even one couple to not go in and murder their child because we are willing to adopt it, then we are going to do those things. And we're seeing more and more churches step up to the plate in that. And we're seeing more and more people that are actually out sharing the gospel with people. And contrary to what you're going to hear folks like Abby Johnson say, you know, and and I, I I'm grateful for the influence and the the spokesperson that Abby Johnson has been. But when she's rebuking churches for for sharing the gospel by saying that they call people baby killer and stuff like that, none of the groups that I know of, I could the only group I could think of that would possibly be that 
vile would be the Westboro Baptist Church. But none of the groups, I, I guarantee you, Apologia Church, um, Pastor Callie, um, any of these other groups that, that I'm, I'm connected with in, in different ways um, are out saying those things. No one is, is calling them baby killers. They're saying what is true. They're saying, please don't go in there and murder your child. If that's translated as baby killer, so be it. But that's not what they're saying. And they're presenting the gospel. And so what I want to do is I really want to encourage those of you who might be listening to this. And granted, I understand it's not many. um, But get involved in your church and get your church involved in these things. There are tons of, of resources and I'll put... I'll try to remember to put some of them in. I always forget. I say I'm going to put links in the description. I forget. I will put a link into the description to Apologia where you can get connected to End Abortion Now and get training and get resources and get you know signs and pictures and tracts and all these things that are, are helpful in an abortion, a gospel-centered abortion mill ministry you can get involved, and I, I would encourage people to do that, to get involved, to go to their city council meetings. Look up the laws in your cities, in your states, in your local principalities. Find out what the laws state about abortion. And when you find those things that make it clear that the state uh, abortion was illegal and then the state is ignoring those laws rather than having changed those laws, then go to the local magistrate and and call them to account. The way that Jeff Durbin and, and Apologius Church has been doing and, and Marcus Pittman and uh, all these other people who are going and and calling them to account and go share the gospel at the abortion mills and get involved. And again, make sure that the gospel is there. Because again, we don't want to just be these people that go out and condemn. We don't want to be the people that most of the pro-life is condemning by saying that we're, we're doing harm by calling people baby killers. What we want to do is we want to acknowledge what they're doing is sinful and abhorrent, but then call them to repentance. Share the gospel with them. Make sure that they can hear us saying that Jesus, even even if they're coming out after committing the horrible act of murdering their child, letting them know that there's still forgiveness and salvation and repentance and faith in Jesus Christ. We have to make sure that that is there. And Apologia Church, if you watch it, follow them on Facebook. And almost weekly, there are live videos that pop up on Saturdays of them out in Tempe or in Phoenix or wherever they're at, outside whatever abortion mill is there, and sharing the gospel. And they do a phenomenal job of preaching God's word and calling people to repentance and not sugarcoating in any way, shape, or form what is actually happening, but declaring God's truth declaring uh, the the gift of salvation that is there and that if they will just turn 
and turn away from killing their child, that there is help there, that there are people who will adopt that child. If they can't take care of it, there are people who will adopt it or who will assist them in taking care of that baby. And we've seen literally through these ministries, hundreds of children have been, have lives have been saved. Whether that's through the church helping single moms or low-income families or adopting children or any of these things that the church can do, we are seeing it happen. And hundreds of lives of children have been saved through these ministries. And it's only going to get worse. This is the truth. This is, this is the unfortunate truth of where our country is going politically. We are going to see more and more. I almost, I'm almost willing to guarantee that California soon is going to follow suit with New York and, and West Virginia or Virginia or whatever state it is that Northam's the, the governor of and these other states. And then we're also going to see, I think we're going to see some pro-life states that are going to follow after uh, Iowa and um, Oklahoma and so on. But there's going to be that chasm between left and right is going to get wider and wider. And the wedge that the, one of the main wedges that is going to drive that is going to be the wedge of abortion. And we're going to see it worse and worse. So we need to get involved and active now. And again, I don't want to make my thing your thing. I've, 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 stepped, I've preached that or beat that dead horse quite a bit. But if you can, if you feel like this is something that God has called you to do, please get involved. Please, do, in whatever way you can, whether it's just by prayer or donating to these groups like End Abortion Now or uh, the, uh, the people who are making movies, Babies Are Murdered Here, stuff like that. Go see Unplanned when it comes out. I want to say it's March 29th. Unplanned will be in theaters. Go see it. Show the world, even though it's rated R, you may be one of those people that are like, we just don't see rated R movies. Please make an exception and go see this movie. Let your money show where your values lie and let Hollywood know and the world know that there are people who want to see movies like this and who will get involved and who will step up to the plate and who will do what needs to be done to save the lives of human babies in the womb. And in all of it, again, remember that it all has to be couched securely in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Not in a condemning way, but in a convicting way, and then calling them to repent and lovingly sharing with them the fact that Jesus came, put on a... Uh, put on flesh, God incarnate, came to this world, lived a perfect life, went to the cross to pay the penalty for sin that every human being deserves to bear on their own. Jesus took it upon himself, took the record of sin, and nailed it to the cross. If we will only be willing to repent, acknowledge that we're sinful, acknowledge that we need a Savior, Acknowledge that we cannot work our way to salvation, but only Christ works. 
can effectually save us. Repent. Change the way you think. Turn from your sin and trust in Christ and what he did on the cross. Share that with people. Let them know that that is what is true and what Jesus will do for them, whether they're thinking about aborting their child or even if they already have. Find your local pregnancy care center and volunteer or donate or do whatever you can you know, uh, and here's the other thing. Again, I'm calling on people to do this, understanding that this may not be something that you're called to do. Pray about it. Think about it. If you can, please get involved. If you can't, find some way, at least be willing to pray. But here's something, because it's personal to me that I would love to see and I've, I've thought about doing it multiple times and I just haven't had the time and that sounds like an excuse and it probably is and I may need to check myself um, but find ways to minister to men I mean we need to minister to the women don't hear me say ignore the women but there are some guys out there that I know can minister to the men who are heartbroken because they've either paid for, accompanied, uh, encouraged their significant others, girlfriends, wives, whatever, to murder their children. Because I did. Years ago, I was informed that a girl that I had been with that I was supposedly engaged to, but not really, um, was pregnant and she said her parents were going to kick her out and all the you know all the typical things you hear and I wasn't especially I didn't have I don't think I even had a my conscience was so seared at the time I wasn't saved I wasn't anything I was a drunk but um, I, I wrote a check and signed it essentially sending to this girl that I got pregnant, the death warrant for our child. And I paid, and it's still, even though I know, and I've, I've preached the gospel to myself a thousand times over this specific uh, incident, and it, it still grieves me. I can honestly say that there's no guilt. Um, it, Honestly, I have to say, and, and it's something that I should shed, but there's a little bit of shame that is that I probably personally still hold on to. But the guilt is gone. I understand that I've been forgiven, that Jesus paid for that sin as well. But we need to be ministering to these guys because, you know, we, we talk a lot about the moms um, and we don't always think about the guy. The, the, the father that has allowed his child to be murdered, that failed to protect his wife, girlfriend, significant other, whatever, and child. So we need to be praying for these guys and, and finding ways to minister to them. So I'm just putting it out there. That may be something that you feel called to. It's absolutely something that I feel called to. 
but I've neglected to act upon. Maybe this is just a catalyst for me to, to get off my duff and actually do that. As I encourage you guys that are watching, listening, wherever you are to do the same thing. But somehow get involved. I mean, this is something that we can all be part of, whether it's actively involved in it by giving our time and our efforts and our voice, or whether it's just back in our room, in our prayer closet, praying for the success of these different abortion ministries. And hopefully in our lifetime, in my lifetime, we can see abortion abolished again and made illegal and unthinkable by sharing the gospel with those who need to hear it and hoping that the Holy Spirit will do what he does and change the way that they think and change their mindset and and cause people to become champions for children in the womb. Just my just my thoughts on it. So, thanks for listening guys. As always, preach the gospel at all times, use words, they are necessary. Until next week, Soli Deo Gloria.